0: Yeah, dude, you know I can come back and do a good Daniel Kaluya accent for you and just pretend to be him.
1: Okay. Okay, sure. Um, if, you're, if you're down. Do you
0: want to test it out now? Let's hear. It. If you're down, if you're if you're down to if you're down to push the art forward and take risks. Bank,
2: Bank isn't down to push the art forward. I gave him an idea the other day. He was like, Oh, that's going too slow. That's jumping the shark.
0: Oh, uh, you you gotta okay, okay? Go to jump the shark, mate. Was that
1: your Kaluya? Was that your Kaluya attempt.
0: <laughs> All right, man. It's me, Daniel.
1: Okay, I guess we'll have our code open then. Hello and welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. A podcast about all the good to great TV shows you were too busy to notice this year. Today we're going to recommend some of the best shows of the year that maybe you guys didn't notice. Maybe they're not popular on the timeline. And joining me in a world full of Bob Shapex, they are my Bob Igers. It's Ayo and TMT. How are
0: you guys doing? Woo! I love She-Hawk bro. (laughs) Me too, like (laughs) unironically. The the merch is going to be crazy.
2: What what what? Much are you looking most forward to from
0: She-Hulk? the one where I just went in a white t shirt and there's like a green baby on it, and people are like, "Whoa, it's a woman, but she's green." That's interesting. And that's just poison ivy. Yeah, but then you say it's She-Hulk, and then they're like, "Oh,
1: now all the major Avengers have a female version," and then you're in a whole rabbit hole talking about how
0: like there's no female version. There's no female version of Hawkeye. Yeah,
2: there is.
0: There literally is. There's no female version of Iron Man. We are getting her. <laughs> yes, there is. There's no fem- there's no black version of Iron Man.
1: Well, we're also getting <laughs> yeah, out. Sorry. Did you watch Wakanda Forever? Should we talk about Wakanda Forever? I don't feel like you want, you want this movie. You're right. Or female
2: version of Captain America. There's no female version of Captain America.
1: What are they going to do there? Actually, there is. What If. Ah, true. And What If. Ugh. Damn. Anyways, I also kind of liked She-Hulk and I thought it was funny. Sorry,
0: is I... there a female version of every <laughs> Avenger? <laughs> every major <Metroid laughs> Avenger? See, now the problem is that
1: we are pirating the like, Intel plot lines and I don't want to do that. I don't want to give their arguments credence. That's
0: fair. It has no credence. I'm sorry. Comic exactly. books movies are stupid to begin with and you should just have fun with them. They're beautiful things that make no sense but kind of make a lot of sense. Enjoy it. They're meant to be stupid. Exactly. Give me female versions of all, all the Avengers. I don't mind. Yeah, Even Black Widow. Black Widow is a woman and there's a female version of her. There's several. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh.
1: Um, but you know what we have—we have we a have, uh, black Captain America, which I can't believe you are getting this. Anyway, let's it, know, might it might be bad. It might be bad. I strongly I believe expect it to be bad. bad. I, I have no expectations. Which for it is to be crazy. A good movie. Because it's
2: kind of like how the four black players—sorry, the three black players—fucked up the Euros for England last time. I can't believe I can't believe we're
1: gonna have a black Captain America mess up the trilogy. I mean, look—they gave us. We saw parts of Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, we like anything you get in Captain America 4, you just like they warned you that this was coming. That's fair. Actually, I think it's a Nigerian man that's directing that movie. Kai, Kai, double pressure. Oh this my God. This is actually not, I don't like this very much.
2: Anyway, speaking of, speaking of the World Cup, my shirt. I'm wearing a football shirt oh, okay. in honor of the World Cup that Bankley has not allowed us to watch. There's three World Cup matches today. I've watched zero. Two because of the white man, one because of Bankley. Because he has us in the sweatshop.
1: So I feel like you should be angry at the white man. No, I'm
2: angry at you. You and Lord Lugard, what's the difference? Wow. Jesus. You have us here in your content farm producing content for you. Oh my God. Your plantation. You and Drake, what's the difference? TMT and I, Roy. Drake is getting rich of it. I'm not.
1: We are Roy and party next door. Jesus Christ. We are Magic Jordan for you. Oh my God. Um. Well, at least provide me some hits. If you're gonna, if you're gonna be my spreadshirt, provide some hits for me. That's all I want from you. No,
0: we. I. I, I Nigga, that's all
1: we do. I got you, massa.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> got you, got you, massa. you tripping dog. Whatever you need, sir. I work hard. As a as a good boy. <laughs>
1: oh my god. Okay, let's do some admin.
0: Uh, I'm protesting. I'm protesting the World Cup. So this is fine for me.
1: Anyways. Um.
0: Okay. If you want
1: more of this random as TMT energy, he was on our Atlanta episode earlier this week. Yeah, um, we discussed episode four, TMT, and myself. Sorry, season four, which is the final season. So please check that out if you've seen the final season of Atlanta. Um, we also discussed just some of the legacy of the show and the way the show kind of like changed TV. Um, we also have our Black Panther Wakanda Forever episode out right now. Think speaking of female versions of Avengers um so check that out on our feed as well We're also covering like a, the second season of white lotus that resumes next week and we should cover that during the season hopefully haja will be back for that um yeah in a few weeks time au and tmt will be back even though now i'm second guessing that scheduling because i don't know if i can do with this energy again but Whoa. we'll be discussing one of the best shows of the year what well, we do and- massa. <laughs> and i'll also be giving out my top 10 tv shows of the year so that'll be my top 10 of the year and we'll discuss we'll spend some time to discussing one of the actual best shows of the year um but as always please follow us whatever platform you're listening on please rate and review us give us five stars on spotify apple Podcasts, um all that good stuff and yeah yeah all that maybe if we can get more ratings maybe i'll stop sorry um demanding more content from these guys
0: without even i'm not even trying to be disruptive i know you have a black panther review out and it's beautiful and everything and i also but i just want to say that there's a subsection of black twitter that refer to black panther as nigger cat (laughs) and i want that to exist in everyone else's psyche it can't just be mine Cause I saw it by mistake one day.
1: I feel like that's from the first movie though, like
0: from twenty. Yeah, 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 yeah. They never stopped since twenty. Yeah, I remember. I, th- I think I remember
1: <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, I think I remember that. <laughs> I just
0: I saw it tweet random and it was like, "Nigga, Kaga, the sequel?" Damn, and I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> whoa!" And um, somehow it's still better than um, Chad Boswick. <laughs> well, that was just rude. That was just rude. I don't know how that happened. Bad, I don't know how the person that did that. Bad like, taste. That
1: was the, that was the Nigerian premiere, right? Yeah, it was Nigerian yeah. premiere where the re- where where the reporter asked Leticia Wright what her name was. Yeah. There was a lot going on. And I could not believe it. <laughs> there was a lot was going like, on that here? Bro, bro.
2: That wasn't just... It was the African premiere.
1: Ugh. I was like, how can you ask this woman? Just don't ask the question. Don't ask her what her name is. Just act like you know who she is and just do the interview and leave. Hmm. Anyway, um, I guess we'll talk about TV shows. Are you guys we talk about TV shows. Like, oh, was that a more? question? Oh, sorry. Uh, yes, Master. <laughs>
0: I love TV. Yes, master, we love we, we love the silver
1: screen masters. <laughs> we we, we love it. Yeah. Um. Hey, I was talking to you about this. Do you remember when D and D? This is just because I wanted to do the alternate history sh- TV show <laughs> yeah. where it was like <laughs> Confederate. <laughs> if, if,
0: yeah, if yeah. the South won. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! See, do, see, oh. likes Bunkley, Bunkley likes to like he likes to play street man and act like he's the responsible one, but he's just as chaotic <laughs> as we are. <laughs> he's even more chaotic. Oh my God, like, what I, if this is... I buried that deep... <laughs> I buried it away. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> I'm just like... What was
1: your thing? What, what is it uh, from Love Island? When the Degana was like, what was your thought process there? <laughs> <laughs> like, you, like, I swear HBO give. The stuff and order, yeah, yeah, and then I after Final yeah. the Cities of Game of Thrones, they're like, Okay, we can't do this. Um, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna give five shows each, which will end up with 15 at the end of this run. Um, the shows have to have aired this year and hopefully were not very popular or didn't get kind of des- attention they deserved. We only get one limited series each because I-, I didn't want our list to be the dropout and super pumped and. And just five limited series. So I also try to avoid any show that could potentially appear on my top ten list because I want to talk about as many different shows as possible. And it to be largely spoiler-free. We won't because we're community shows, we won't give out spoilers. Um yeah, so to be a snake order, it to be myself, TMT, then Ayo, then Ayo, TMT, then myself. Does that make
0: sense to everyone? Yes, sir.
2: If it makes sense to you, it makes sense to us. So that's
0: all you gotta say, man.
2: Right on, Daddy. <laughs>
0: That doesn't sound like that sounds terrible. Slavery. I don't like that. I don't like yeah, that. I don't want to we've do we've this kind kind bit anymore. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm scared. Kind of, <laughs> I kind of. <laughs> I'm scared. I left the slavery.
2: I left the slavery bit. I went into like BDSM. Like banky. No, yeah. no, 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 no. It was more like banky is like the head pastor. <laughs> yeah.
1: Jesus Christ. Right oh, on, that's what Daddy. you meant, like Daddy Gio. <laughs> yeah. That's Daddy. <laughs> pastor, keep
0: preaching. Uh, you tell
1: them now. <laughs> I mean some people some people might say is there is there a difference between religi- the truth, religion Pastor. and slavery. But that's not me that would say that. That's some people. Oh, it's funny um, you
2: mentioned that, because I'm gonna get into that. So let's start.
1: <laughs> okay, let's start. So my first show is the Apple T V Plus show, Slow Horses. Um I'll just let you guys know there was a version of this list that was just like five Apple T V plus shows. But I, I tried to be a bit more diverse with that. Um I have a question. Do you pay for Apple TV? As a me person, that's a very, like, MI5 question. <laughs> it's a very good question. It's not, it's not, it's not. It's a simple question. It's like, I mean, I do I do pay for Apple TV+. Plus yeah. And Apple, if you're listening here, send me invites. I do pay for Apple. Why, why are you asking? I'm just asking, though, because,
0: you know, it doesn't work in night, so... Really? Wait, Apple TV+, Plus doesn't work in night. Bro, it's actually wild. <laughs> it's actually, you know, are you serious? I had no idea. Like, it's, it's, for me, I find it very fascinating that, like, Apple and Disney+, Plus as well, and these guys own the content. They don't have distributing um, conflicts with any major networks here. So in my head, it's just mm-hmm. like, they just haven't thought of it. Which is Didn't Prime me. just come to Nigeria? Yeah. I mean, no, Prime has been working in NICE for at least four or five years now, I would say. Mm. Yeah. I mean,
1: I don't get it because Disney Plus one is like, so are you saying that you just don't want anyone to watch wonder vision like just like no one in nigeria like just you can't because you said you can't watch any exactly on dstv like what do they expect <laughs> yeah, to output like they're not distributing it any other way
2: the apple one is crazy because it's not like i feel like disney and some other places like maybe they don't have the infrastructure yet but apple already does apple music in night so why not
1: apple that's weird yeah that's so weird yeah. I, I did not know there was no that, that's so weird
2: yeah bank you check your privilege bitch
1: jesus okay um is that Are you saying you do not have any Apple TV Plus show on your own list?
2: I never said that. Okay. i just so to check your page um, because so you, were, first, you were going off like, oh, oh my, my list could have been all Apple TV shows. Well, we can't all do
1: that, thank you. I was just like, there's good Apple TV Plus shows. Okay, Jesus Christ. Um, well, here in Croatia, there is Apple TV Plus. Um, so my first show is Slow Horses. Like I said, Apple TV Plus. It's um, a spy show based on a series of British novels by Mick Heron and starring Gary Oldman in just an incredible performance. Um, it focuses basically on MI5's Forgotten House. is where they send, it's called Slough House, is where they send all the terrible spies, or the washed-off spies, or just like the old spies. So it's kind of like, they are the protagonists of the story. Um, if you want more of Queen Alison from House of the Dragon, Olivia Cook is delightful in a little role in this. Weirdly, season two actually comes out like, I think December 2nd, December 1st, and Apple TV Plus has like, renewed the show for like, seasons 3 and 4 and basically they said like they will keep on doing it as long as Gary Oldman wants to do it
0: can I ask you questions about the show because I really want to watch it but I I feel like it's very much my speed um, that sort of British TV where you can tell It's a good writer that doesn't really take, like, that takes that takes care of the characters, but doesn't take them too seriously. So, I want to, like, Mm -hmm. do they become good spies? Is Gary Oldman kind of a good spy? Is he, like, just, like, a Michael Scott? Like, what kind of character does he play? No,
1: no. I mean, I think you came to this from the trailer, like, Gary Oldman is choosing to not be a good spy.
0: Mm. Like,
1: he's him just one, like, he was obviously a good spy in his heyday, and he's kind of found... This being his like kind of retirement plan, because yeah, the head of m i five even in the trailer, you can see like she respects him, he's mm. like, kind of like he's choosing to not give a shit, but if he did give a shit, yeah, but that being said, there are some terrible spies in the group, <laughs> okay,
2: I like that he's kind of disillusioned, but like he's mm-hmm. he's still in the
1: system, yeah, okay, I like that he wants to chill, he just wants to chill, actually, yeah, um, I think I was talking to Aya about this show actually, and I was like there are a few shows that I just know I enjoy and I love. but I'm like I don't know why like, I can't say why I love this show. And I think hey, I think hey, just, just basically said it's because like it does everything well. Like it's a good spy story. The characters are good. The acting is really good. And it's just it's six episodes. So As obviously like a British show, it's tight. Yeah, they don't feel the need to make a novel ten episodes or whatever. It's just like a six episode. There's a. I think everything happens. I'll think it, I think about. I think probably like forty eight hours. Yeah, in a few days. Yeah, it Colin. just all happened. Um, yeah, so that's my number. Slow horse is Apple TV Plus. Six episodes. New season comes out December second.
0: So, oh, I'm, I'm I'm literally going to um down.
1: No, you no. When you travel for the holidays, you're gonna watch. Yes, Apple, exactly. On, Apple, TV+. I, on yeah. Apple, which I do love yeah. to pay for all yeah. the
0: time. Okay. <laughs> hey, what's your um? What's your number one
1: pick?
2: Um, why do I have to go last?
0: Well, not my number one is probably S.A.S. Rogue Heroes. It's the show I've had the most fun with this year. I actually spoke to Banky about it earlier, and. And kind of probably the best response that I've passed, anyone's ever, ever given me. So TMT tweets about
1: SAS and I'm like, oh, is this a good show? I don't know because I don't know if I should watch it. And TMT could say what your response was.
0: I said it's a Stevie Knight's show. He's the Guy Ritchie of TV. <laughs> but the thing is, watching this show and then looking back on Stevie Nights, like last couple of shows, and we're talking Peaky Blinders, we're talking um, Taboo. He's probably a better writer than uh, Gary Ritchie. I think Gary has punchier dialogue, oh. but he has punchier scenes. I mean,
1: Steven Knight's TV is good. Mm-hmm. All his films have been terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or at least maybe not all
0: like. They love them. En- en- enough.
1: <laughs> mm, yeah. And he's like, I mean, if you watch Picky Blindness, he's like flashy. Anyway, sorry. Talk about SAS.
0: No, yeah. So SAS is really fun. Um, I think the first, my, one of my favorite scenes is it's in the first episode and the main character is this really posh guy who is privileged, but he's in the army during World War II. And he's trying to get on the. He's trying to basically make his mark in the theater of war, but there's a lot of bureaucracy, and Hitler is kind of kicking their asses at this point. So he's held back, and he's very frustrated. And it's really where we mm-hmm. find all the main characters in the beginning. They're very frustrated with how the war is going. So he basically comes up with a plan and forms this unit called the SAS, and they're very like if, if you really love like you know army fiction, which I do. Or just history, or just you know, you know, you you have come across the SAS. They're pretty big, like regiments in the army, um, special air service. So yeah, it's dope. It's very witty. There's this main, there's this, there's this scene where the main character is supposed to get in a fight, but he just talks. He talks about how he's going to fight, and it's so terrifying that the guys he's supposed to fight actually just end up not fighting, and. From that scene and through the rest of the show, you actually are yeah, never sure if the, if he's a good fighter or not. But he's really <laughs> good at my question. Yeah. yeah, he's really good at talking, <laughs> and he's really good at planning. Very and well. his friends are good fighters, so he might be. But we don't really get to see it. So it's a very nice show. Um, and it's the guy from I can't remember his name is um, he's on Sex Education. Yeah, yeah, his name is Connor Swindles, I think, and. And then Alfie Allen from... Alfie appearance. Allen, exactly. And then Jack. Okay. Um, I can't remember the, the other guy's name, but the guy from the Angelina Jolie mm-hmm. film. When you watch the film, you will think of Connor as a potential 007. Then when you watch the show... I've seen that headline, which is very... I've seen that headline. He kind of nails it in this show. Because I didn't think he could play posh like that. Like posh and dangerous and possibly charming. And he does that in a way that yeah. could definitely work, work for Bond. Okay. Tim, is all you're
1: going to say about SES.
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, also, the British government is a terrible institution and fuck the army and colonialism. But yeah, beyond that, it's a good show. Keeping monarchist.
2: Okay, so my first pick is Minx.
0: Ooh.
2: Minx is a comedy TV series. I think it's on HBO Max, so mm-hmm. if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Um, Minx is mainly about two characters. Uh, it's about... Ophelia Lovibond, who is playing someone called Joyce, and she is a feminist writer. And she's been trying to, you know, get into the game, get things published. And she strikes up an unlikely alliance with Jake Johnson, who is a porn magazine publisher. And, you know, hilarity ensues. It's a lot of fun. It's also, like, surprisingly heartwarming and grounded. Um, so, yeah. Maybe not my favorite comedy this year, but definitely up there definitely up there
1: i think tmt and i spoke i think we spoke about minx when he first like one of the earlier times he came on the podcast i think we both really like minx um for no reason at all i just always re- think about it as with hacks i think just because they both hate real max comedies but i just really like <laughs> <laughs> makes sense I just really like both shows um yeah minx is good i think Jake johnson is a revelation in that role though. so good he's, and I, he's, he's so, so good. good it's
2: ridiculous how good he is He's made to play that. And I thought he was made to play Nick yeah. from New Girl. <laughs> And this guy is not but Nick. he was made to This guy's actually role. not Nick. He was made to play that. Yeah,
0: character. I never really saw him doing charming that well. You know, like, roguish charming. Yeah, was, I was going to say roguish charming. Yeah. I, mean, I think, of the other as well,
1: like, I really like her performance because, like, that character could be very infuriated mm-hmm. and very, very like, oh, okay, yeah, feminist and, okay, you have your morals and whatever. But, like, she just, she plays, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, um, the word is not sweet, but she plays sweet very well and just like almost naive, but not into an annoying way. Like, yeah, I don't know.
2: Yeah. I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Naive, but
1: not stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it, we don't, we can't talk about them, but like the supporting cast is just like, like, I think you end up liking everybody. So I think that was, I think I was like, weird. there's no one on this show I do not like. Yeah.
2: Which is stark contracts with like a lot of shows I've watched this year. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: what's your next pick?
2: Oh, okay, we're doing snake order, so I get to go next. Okay, so my second pick is The Gilded Age, which, um, you know, is from the creator of and also for fans of Downton Abbey. It's a layup. It's the same guy. He just made Downton Abbey in in the US. Yeah. Yeah. Gorgeously staged, gorgeously shot. Um, So, you know, just like Downton Abbey, it's a deep interrogation into the class divide found in Upper... I think it's Upper like East Side, New York in the 1800s.
1: Whichever like one was 1880s. the push side, yeah.
2: I think it's Upper East Side. It's like the precursor to Gossip Girl.
1: hmm Yeah. So, yeah. Do you, wait, has... what? I didn't to get the precursor Okay.
2: It is. It is.
1: Um, do you want to just quickly run off some of the cast members on Killed
2: Just It's Christine Baranski, man. Just watch. Uh, just Christine oh, it's Christine Baranski. Oh, um,
1: Diane. Christine Baranski. Audra McDonald, who is incredible, obviously. Um there's a Jacobson li- there who's Meryl li-
0: Streep's daughter. Our little Nepo
2: baby. Yeah, yeah. Meryl Streep's daughter is there. Nepo baby. <laughs> and she's doing a good job, man. I love it when the Nepo babies come out and they do a good job. When, when
0: they're actually I good? I don't. I don't like when they're good because it, re- it reinforces it. <laughs> that, oh, maybe we should
2: hire these guys. <laughs> no, because I feel like a lot of them are like so obviously bad.
1: <laughs> that when they're good, it's like, oh. Yeah. Who is the best nepo baby i think i have an answer but like who is the one that you're like oh yeah you, you it's good at you a nepo baby like uh, you deserve what you get
2: do you know they're mm. all nepo babies aren't they
1: for me it's colin hanks
2: okay interesting
1: because i actually generally think he's a really good actor and, like he deserves and i feel like he gets too much I mean, he might get too much because he's obviously nepo. i guess he's maybe older so yeah he's a bit older i don't think i don't think he would have gotten nepo baby
2: like nepo baby skipped it's like a lower millennial to Gen Z kind of thing. Like if you are if you're a crack baby, I don't think you're a Nepal baby man.
0: You don't think you don't think it's che, you don't think it's Chet Hags
2: Chen is not a good Nepal baby man. He had a chance.
0: He had a what, chance. What about Jaden, what about Jaden Smith? i mm. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Um no. Isn't that isn't oh. that, isn't that what Drake was rapping about? <laughs> isn't that what Drake was rapping about in privilege rappers? No, I I think the best... I think the best Nepal baby is either Ben Stiller or... Oh, I, forgot, I forgot
1: he the a Nepal baby, actually.
0: Or... Dan Levy.
1: Ah. Uh,
2: ah, uh, Dan Levy's a good shout.
1: Someone like Stiller obviously has superseded his parents.
0: Oh, 100%. Downey 100%. has superseded his dad. Yeah.
1: Downey superseded his dad very, a long time ago. Mm.
0: It's crazy that, like, this generation of Nepal babies are just, like, starting to find their footing. But, like... The Downey Generation uh, those guys went crazy. Like, okay, Hudson, yeah. all of the all these guys. Those, yeah, those guys are superstars. Yeah.
1: I mean, Mel like I said, has th- she has three three daughters I know of at least. One was Mr. Robot, one was in Good Wife Straight Good oh, Fight. Yeah,
2: I forgot about the Gummers. Yeah. Yeah, and,
1: yeah the Gummers and then Louisa Jacobson. Um, Mamie and Grace Gummer, I, do, I don't know who is who. I just know one is Good Fight and I know one is. Yeah, I, don't, Mr. I actually Robot. Don't, I
2: don't know the difference.
0: Do you guys know Liv Tyler?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. She was really good on The Leftovers. She was really good on The Leftovers.
0: Yeah, her, her dad is like, yeah, he's like the lead singer of Aerosmith or something. Yeah. So, it's
1: funny, I was thinking about a show that I'm going to talk about later, and I googled it and I fr- figured out one of the cast members is like Bono's daughter.
2: Who? Okay, fine, you get to
1: it. <laughs> I was like, what? What is going on?
2: Okay, let me just say a few more things about Gilded Age. So, yes, please, you know, uh, it cool. has all the things we loved about Downton. So,
1: mm-hmm.
2: it starts up with, like, every episode is the same, kind of. It starts up with a petty problem. It's like, oh, I don't know if I should wear this corset or not. And then it eventually grows and morphs into a bigger problem that, you know, calls on the characters to really interrogate, like, themselves and figure out who they want to be in life. And it's really good. It's stellar performance is all around from yeah. the star-studded catch and and what Banky I saw you tweet something that was against this so I just wanted to make make you know that you're wrong oh, Jesus okay What do this I show has the best marriage on TV
1: uh okay
0: not 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 the other show that I'm going to talk about it's this show that's not the best marriage on TV guy it's this show he's a good husband I won't lie I don't think it's I still husband.
1: feel like something bad could happen well because he didn't cheat it was because he did not die that's years yeah, old. yeah Yeah. Not,
0: not because I just think his wife is kind of awful <laughs> yeah yeah, also she is kind of awful, but he loves her. Yeah, he's dead for her.
1: Cheating is so weighted on Ayo's skill. It makes no sense. Like Ayo could love a character and then he kisses another character and he's like gone. Or a character could be terrible and then he refuses to cheat. Ayo is like, oh, I love you. Like Ayo,
2: <laughs> you you really... That's never happened. That's never happened. The opposite hasn't happened. I respect. I don't that. feel like Morgan
1: Spector's marriage is
0: great. to become the best. They're like,
2: really good. They're really good.
0: I, I think Don Don Draper kind of got the game messed up for a little bit there. So it's nice to see a bunch of guys trying to win it back. Yeah,
2: we got we got our hair skin back on, yeah.
0: Yeah, also, I, I just want to say that there's a, I mean, yes, yeah, it's the same writer and it's kind of the same theme, but I think there's like minor philosophical changes between Downton Abbey and Gilded Age in the sense that Downton Abbey is very much rooted in class and pedigree being everything, mm-hmm. whereas with Gilded Age, it's kind of the rise of Americanism mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. sense mm-hmm. and in high society. So it kind of shows that for the first time, money can kind of buy you into these rooms yeah. and these places, that's, which that's a, that's is probably not—it's po- it's not possible in in, in Downton- Abbey. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To the end, sure. I don't think it could ever be possible.
1: The UK doesn't allow it, though. UK is very like—I I mean, I never went downtown. People like UK is very. These are the lords. These are the ladies, and it, just, it shall stay that way. But I guess in America back then, yeah. capitalism—you could literally buy your way into. Which, much to the anger of Kristen Baranski's character. <laughs> 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 sure. Oh uh, some of some of the lines she says are just dripping, dripping with
0: vinegar. Just like oh yeah, anyway. So
2: good. All the performances are so good on that show. Really good, really good, yes. Okay. TMT.
0: Okay, um, I like this thing formation. Uh, let me see. I okay, my next show will be American Gigolo. <laughs> now, I've said before, don't laugh. Okay. Why are they laughing? <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Can you guys okay anyway? <laughs> I said I said before um I said bad show, good performances. Can I just on behalf of this I'm podcast, can honest- I just
1: apologize to you guys that have to listen to a recommendation of a bad quote a bad show but good performance? Anyway, continue.
2: Fuck you, Banky, Let the man talk.
0: Yeah, I mean, it just is for me, like it's it's a it's a major part of why I watch TV. Mm. I watch a lot of I mean, I, I imagine everyone here is the same. We just we we go through a lot of pilots yeah. that we wish we didn't go through. We're just like, we're like Spirit Airlines. We just go through terrible pilots all the time. And we're just like, what mm. are we watching? Are we? How is this happening? What's the daily I get... show,
1: Trevor a no, joke. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was great. <laughs> that, was, that was an incredible shot at Spirit Airlines. Um... <laughs> I'm like, I, I should have said, I should have said Eric Air. But like, yeah, we go through terrible pilots. And mm. I'm, you're, you're just trying to like find one. And every now and then you find one. And you know, this is not a good show. But the character, the main character, is very compelling. The cast is pretty decent, so you're kind of like curious to see mm-hmm. what the cast saw in the script <laughs> to have made them sign up <laughs> for the entire project. And like all so of you, you cannot kind be of, wrong. All of you cannot yeah, be wrong it, collectively. You get like. You know, when Br- Brady is in it. Um, no way, a bunch of decent people are in the cast of the film, actually. Um, I just can't remember all their names right now. Mm. But obviously, the main character is played by John Brenton. Who I love, yeah. Who is goated, Who is, like, he's the guy right now. I don't know. I think for the past, like, six or seven years, he's been, like, the go-to guy for certain characters. And he plays that character in this very, very well. He's definitely more vulnerable than I've seen him play a bunch of other um, TV show characters. He's more in touch with his softer side in this. He's not a maniac, per se. But, um, yeah, The the end, I'll give you the synopsis. Basically, this guy is a... Um, when he's about 14 wait, sorry, or 15... Wait, sorry, is this
1: a remake or a continuation of the
0: movie? It's a remake of the film. Oh, okay. complete remake. Yeah. So, um, when he's 14 or 15, his mom sells him to this madame in Hollywood, and he basically grows up as a gigolo and when he's in his, I want to say, late 20s, um, he's arrested for the murder of a woman. And then evidence comes out that proves, oh, it wasn't him. The guy that actually didn't confess as he died. So they let him go. And um, he's back in society. And he's trying to readjust. And, you know reconnect with old people and reconnect with his old life and try and kind of meld who he was and who he is now and everything so yeah it's a nice it's a nice little thing i think it can we can really keep you going if you don't mind um bad pacing you'll love the show Hmm. i was gonna obviously gonna watch it
1: because of bernthorne and then I started seeing some early things. I was like, oh, do I, I have my... my Because my, it came out at the weird time when there was just so much TV on. Dude, I remember. So much I like TV. I remember when it came out. I cannot like, I cannot. Like, I'm, on Fridays, I have like 10 hours of TV to go through. Mm. So then, and yeah. And I mean, it's probably good, but it probably burnt us third best performance this this year because
0: mm. Wayne
1: Jenkins, baby. <laughs> Happy Wayne Jenkins Day.
0: <laughs> Do you think, I want to ask you something. I mean, I know we're not get, we're not talking about a show that will not be named because it's so good and we've kept a separate episode for it. It deserves
1: his own episode, yeah. Mm-hmm. But do
0: you think for his guest performance in that show, do you think he's going to get a nomination or a win for that scene? I mean, I guess it depends
1: on how influential that show is when it comes to the Emmy's time. Mm. I mean, it, it, probably gets a, it probably gets a nomination, right? It probably gets a nomination. Yeah, and Wayne Jenkins is over, we'll talk about We Own The City when I'm doing my top 10 because that's... Hey. That, that's, that's a show that's a performance that's, that's really good okay my number two is The Righteous Gemstones this is the Danny McBride comedy about a family of televangelists starring John Goodman Adam Devine is it Devine or Divine?
2: let's go Devine
1: Devine and Walton Goggins playing <laughs> an incredible character on their incredible layers of makeup um, there were about 27 months between season 1 seasons 1 and season 2 really? was it that long? Oh, yeah, because it came out, I think October twenty nineteen, and then January twenty
2: twenty two. Oh wow!
1: So I don't know; or I can't remember if season one was as good as season two was, or if like because season two was so so good. Season two is is very funny, but like everything else takes a step up. The tension, the drama, the action—like season two basically becomes succession, but they are televangelists and not like media moguls. Like they're talking about. Their father should step down or who's gonna take over. And there's literally a subplot in this season about motorcycle ninjas. Like actual doing actually doing motorcycle ninjering. Like there is action in this season. There's an incredible chase sequence with M. Skylar Gizondo. So like it's funny, obviously, because it's a Dan McBride comedy, and Dan McBride is very good at like um interrogating kind of like that white male entitlement and all these guys are terrible at things but mm. always just managed to fill up um so yeah i just really like i think
0: he's really good at playing adult brats yeah
1: yeah and just like yeah and, and why do they keep on win, winning essentially so he's yeah like, i think his scripts are a lot smarter than like you kind of give him credit for because like he's really like he's really good at mm-hmm. interrogating that kind of um white male psyche but yeah if you haven't heard about this show please go watch seasons one and season two um, I, I don't know what the experience would be like if you binge all 20 episodes, but because of it, like I said, we had almost thirty months in between one and two, but I really, really enjoyed season two. Eric Andre has a very, very funny recurring role in the second season and Jessica Lowe, who's on Minx as well, plays his wife and they are also televangelists and it's just really good. Jessica
2: Lowe probably gave the best one-two in comedy this year, like as a supporting actress. So good. She was so good this year.
1: Yeah. Okay, so I guess it's oh, it's my turn. So
2: yes, yeah, your turn. You see, you forgot your information.
1: My number three is Bad Sisters. This is another Apple TV Plus show. From it's from Sharon Horgan, who co-created Catastrophe. If you guys have heard about that, um, it also stars Clay Bank playing the worst person I've ever seen on TV. Like you guys might know him from I think it was the Netflix Dracula, Netflix no, and BBC, BBC Dracula. It was BBC. I think it was BBC here and Netflix outside the oh, okay. UK. Netflix, BBC, Dracula. He was also in The Northman. Um, yeah, he's playing the worst person I've ever seen in my life. Honestly, I'm
2: glad you brought it up because I've been dying to talk about it. He's so <laughs> he's he's literally he's he's I don't know how to say. He's he's evil. He's evil. personified.
0: He's, on he's, he's a generally bad person. evil. Like, there's
1: nothing good about him. There's nothing good in his heart. It's such good writing and such a good performance because like the show never tries to like humanize him but it also never seems like a caricature like it seems like yeah you're just an evil person and he so basically he dies the show starts with him dying and the insurance um his insurance policyholders kind of suspect that one of his four sisters-in-law is responsible or maybe even all of them for his murder And yeah, he's just, he's a terrible person. He's a racist, he's a misogynist. He emotionally abuses his wife. And
2: his daughter. Like,
1: there's a scene where he does something, I can't remember what he does, but one of the sisters is around, and then his wife is like, oh, he always takes out the trash. Like, I've never taken out trash in years. I'm just like, oh, that's how they do it. Like, he does that little thing to make you feel like it's a give and take, but like, he's just a terrible, like, he he gives, uh, this is a spoiler, I guess, but not really, but like, he has this like hiking boots and he gives them to his wife to just wear around the house so that she can break them in. But he, he makes this request and kind of like, it's just, he's a terrible person. But anyway, yeah, the show is kind of, so it has that murder mystery element of like who murdered him. And with insurance, investigators find, find out. Murder investigators are played by one of the Nepu babies. He's a, he's a Gleason, who you might know. He's Brendan Gleason's son. That is not Donald. Um and also Darryl McCormick who was on Picky Blinders and also um Also the non The, um, dumb
0: Hall. the non the non-Dom Hall Gleason song was on Picky Blinders as well. Was he? Oh. I yeah, think it's Brian yeah, yeah. Gleason. Who was in Peaky Blinders? Yeah. He he just played he played one of these Irish guys that like um, Oh. So he was just a he was a badass. Yeah? He was like oh. oh, you know these guys that like used to you know those Irish guys used to scare the shit out of Oh, <laughs> I me- okay, I remember <laughs>
1: the Irish guys. I remember the Irish guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah, Batista has this kind of like murder mystery to it as in who killed him and would the insurance guys find out. But also, a bit of like, I think it's also a bit of a character study on like the five women, i.e., because they're five sisters. Five? Yeah. Yeah, they're five sisters. Um, obviously, one of them is married to John Paul, who Clay's bank plays. And kind of the characters, because for the first few episodes, each one kind of takes like a leading role in the episode mm-hmm. and you kind of see maybe why they might have wanted to kill John Paul. Um, mm-hmm. I think watching the show, and I kind of, tried to articulate this to Ayo earlier, the issue that came to, come to my mind was that the show to me is kind of the best version of what Netflix has been trying to do for the last few years. Like, it has a lot of super pro elements. It gets quite campy sometimes and quite ridiculous. But like, the difference between Bad Sisters and like a Netflix show is that it always has that emotional connection to it. It always, it never, no matter how out there it gets, I never feel lost. And I feel like, I don't know this character. I don't know this story. I always, always and I guess that's Sharon Hogan. She obviously knows how to write well. Mm. So um, I never lose lose track of... Like, there's some really out there things that happen. I don't want to spoil anything. But you're like, oh, I just always believe in this character. You you end up liking some of these sisters more than others, obviously. The younger sister, Becca, is the one that's played by Eve Hewson, who I think was on one of those Netflix shows. I think she was... Is it the Behind Her Eyes show? Behind Her Eyes? Oh. Is that... Yeah, she was on Behind Her Eyes. Yeah. And she's Bono's daughter. Bono? Really? Bono. 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 I don't know how to pronounce. Bono. Bono's daughter. Um yeah, so she's Bono's daughter. Wow. Uh, I just <laughs> randomly found out on, my, on a random Google. But yeah, no, I I, I like this show. I think it's also a I just really, want really to say well like, made sure. hmm
0: It's a real right, it's a well-made show. But also it doesn't matter how to pronounce um Bono's <laughs> name because he disrespected us by do you remember that time the YouTube does oh, drop? Oh, yeah, when, when they dropped it Yeah. So you're yeah, allowed to disrespect his name. Didn't yeah, they right. apologize
1: for that recently or something after like yeah, how many they years? did.
0: I've, it. I've they their business. Stupid. Tempty
1: still angry. I can't
0: believe they did that. Uh,
1: that's, yeah, that's I, actually so
0: rude. That's actually just right.
2: Someone needs to born of our consent. What the hell? <laughs>
0: that, that was actually crazy. You, you know that shows you how long ago it was that like we weren't even sure about data rights. Because if that happened today, <laughs> Guy, my God in heaven, I'm, today,
2: everybody are up for <laughs> to jail. <laughs> EU is gonna have everybody up up in up in Belgium I mean
1: also also Bad Sisters is not like a fucking week drop weekend drop everything drops in one weekend and you watch it you don't remember anything um I guess if you binge it that's what will happen but it gives you time to I don't
2: know <laughs> I guess I'm so really it's like, well, I guess we we'll are binge it then. You can, you can have that too if you want. <laughs> Scum.
1: Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's a, it's a good show. I think it's obviously a well-made show and I just feel like it's a step above those kind of Netflix shows. But maybe that step might not translate and people don't like it for that extra reason. I don't know. Um,
2: no, it's great. I started watching it this weekend.
1: Yeah.
0: It's great. It's,
2: yeah. If you weren't going to recommend it, I would have switched one of mine to recommend it. I'm four episodes in. I'm loving it.
0: If you went with, if you didn't recommend it out of Christ, it's
2: cried. also a gorgeous show. It's also a gorgeous show.
1: Oh, everyone! Okay, so um, thank God I recommended. Everybody would have been angry with me if I didn't recommend it. Yeah,
2: yeah. Thank you, Master.
1: And just watch just for every line that Clare's Bank says, because he's just a terrible person, man. I we cannot over <laughs> exaggerate how terrible. Like you might think we're joking, but like he's just really, really he's the bad worst. person.
2: He's the actual worst.
1: I mean, he's so bad because he calls his wife mommy, which oh. is just ew. Oh.
0: Ew man. That's nasty. Ew. That's that has racist on that <laughs> <Probably> <laughs> Anyways, uh TFC, what's your next pick? Um I'm gonna have to go with um I'm gonna have to go with Rami. Yusu. Mm-hmm. Third of his name. Well third of his season. Rami is in season three. It's an eight to four show, so every every season feels like season one, really. <laughs> He's He's doing better than ever before, and worse in many ways <laughs> many, it's, many it's ways. which like, is very apt for Rami, yeah, it's weird, like i used i I used to watch Rami just thinking it was funny, but then I realized like the a massive massive point of that show is just how a man deals with shame. Mm-hmm. a religious man. that's like a very just man. yeah, heard. I mean mm-hmm. it's all, all all of that I mean, even if it wasn't religious. A lot of his actions, like, the show could be about anything, right? Mm -hmm. But the focus on his reactions and what causes those reactions is just him dealing with shame and having a bad relationship with, like, a lot of things like sex. And uh, I guess with his uncle's sexuality and with his sister. I don't even know what his sister is dealing with because I didn't get a chance to really unpack that. But...
1: Well, I think it's maybe expectation. Both expectation, yeah, with his marriage, yeah, academic, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. With his father, it's like shame from also not being able to provide as well as he should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, with his mom, it's a lot of shame for her herself not living up to her potential because she was very worldly and um, you know yeah. she had she had more to give than she ended up giving. So it's nice to like see those things and kind of remind you that like people around you are people like your family and no matter how terrible they are they are people and you know they're dealing with their own shame and their own regrets and love and um god it's got some amazing performances this season we have to talk about haim abbas like she is Mm -hmm. hands down i mean anyone that is succession alumni is beautiful to me as an actor but haim really kind of does things in the she she gets to flex muscles in this show Two yeah, she different really, roles, she really two completely different yeah. roles, not so even on the different. same scale. Like I was watching this season so and I was like, different. how are you the person that does Marsha? Like not even on yeah. the same
1: scale. Yeah.
0: Basically, like I feel like Marsha is who she would have been if she didn't get
1: married to Rami's dad. To dad. she time in France. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. And you know, Rami's dad is played by the brilliant, brilliant, um, what's his name? Um... Um, Amir Waked, I, he's, he's a genius Egyptian actor and he's really good in the show. He's mm-hmm. also like kind of disappointed because I think he wanted to be a football player when he was younger. Yeah, he did. So, you know, he deals with this kind of shame of being like this sort of unsuccessful patriarch. And then you have Uncle Nassim who kind of leers over him and, and, you know, does things that he can't do. Meanwhile, Uncle Nassim is going through his own stuff and battling his, uh um, probably, maybe don't spoil that. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to get into what, what, what Uncle Nassim is battling. But Uncle Nassim is a very interesting character because he's so, so funny, and he's everything. He's racist, anti-Semitic, he's sexist, he's homophobic. He's... I'm sorry,
1: sorry, you just said that. The first thing that came to my mind was in season two. So Mahasha Ali plays yeah. an in season two. Yeah, and then Uncle Nassim sees him, and the first thing he says is like, "Oh." When did you convert? No, they were like, what prison did you convert in? (laughs) I was like, (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I was like, oh my God,
0: Uncle Nassim. Uh, Sorry, yeah, Yeah. continue. Yeah. Uncle Nassim is literally, I feel like when people call um, young people snowflakes for just like having Strong moral, a strong moral compass yeah. and mm-hmm. like knowing right and wrong Uncle Nassim is who they expect them to have been if they were a Snowflake. <laughs> so um, yeah you should watch Rami it's really good it's very clever very subvertive very very clever yeah good writing good good writing oh my god Rami's, Rami Yusuf's performance in the last scene of the last episode of season 3 is just insane it will blow you away watch the show mm-hmm
1: um Mia Khalifa appears in season two. Who is that? <laughs> I don't know. I just saw her name in the credits. <laughs> who indeed?
0: Who <laughs> indeed? Who is that? Who
1: indeed?
0: <laughs> um Yeah, but, who is Mia Khalifa? You have, you have I don't know. Player, I was, was
1: googling it. Someone was like, "If I say this name, people will listen." I was like, "Okay." okay, okay if someone, oh, that said okay. It. if you take your word for it, yeah, who, who that said that to you? I can't say it because he's friend. married. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. okay. Um, oh, why?
2: Why is it? Is it a bad thing? Is she like a bad?
0: Person? Is she related to Wiz Khalifa? Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, Does really she like good.
2: tall buildings? I'm...
1: Oh my god.
0: Um, you know, hey, I was, I was thinking
2: next... how I was going to work that in, but you, you were faster than me.
0: Um, good stuff, good stuff.
1: Ayo, um, um, hey, what's your, what's your <laughs> next point?
2: <laughs> well, Mia Khalifa isn't in this show, but it's still really good, so you should watch it. Um, <laughs> my next pick is For All Mankind, which Woo-hoo! is an Apple TV show. Um, It's been. This is the third season. It finishes third season this year, Uh, so it's Mm. been on for a while. But literally nobody's watching this show. Um, So I'll give a brief synopsis. Problem: Mankind is, I guess, it's sci-fi. I guess because it has both those things. It has science and fiction, but it's alternate history (coughs) sci-fi, which surprised me that I liked it because I love my sci-fi with a big idea in the center, and this doesn't really have that. Um, So the main gist of this of this show is that. Um, the Americans weren't the first people on the moon. It was the Russians, Mm -hmm. which in turn spurs the space race to keep going for a much longer time. And they try to do much more ambitious things. Mm -hmm. Um, But also it keeps the Soviet Union alive for a much longer time. And they also do much more ambitious things. Um, So yeah, it's essentially a space work drama. It's a work drama about space in season one and then it becomes a space action show mm.
0: afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
2: Great characterization as well. Um, good performances but I think what I really liked was I think I was watching the show I think it was season one I was talking to Bankley and I was like Banky I hate everybody on this show but
1: here we are. No it wasn't season one which was this. it was like season two, we end, have, of season two yeah, end, end of season made me two which was only worried <laughs>
2: it was end of season two somebody made a mistake and I was like I hate everybody on this show now. <laughs> Um but I still love every minute of watching that show. It's and it's it's so bingeable. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um also gorgeous. I think every Apple music Apple TV show it's is gorgeous. Beautiful. It's so beautiful. The show
1: is the show is beautiful. And like the the moon scenes, the scenes on the moon. Oh, such a good show. Um
2: gorgeous show. Um it's ultimately about hope. I think that's what the show is about at, at this core. It's about I hope think it's and hope the american spirits whatever that is yeah exactly like um Bank, he said it's a cop show in space which is you know fair. i think it's a cop propaganda yeah. <laughs> it is it is american propaganda but like you know what i'm here for it i won't lie
1: yeah i think it's like industrial in, industrialism is that a word but like innovation yeah. all those kind of all those kind of buzzwords that's kind of like the all the things that
2: america it. was good at in the 70s yeah
1: mm, yeah a few things on for all mankind one please don't watch this show on your phone I know I say this and I sound like a broken record, but this show is too beautiful to watch on it. Like, if you have it, like, it, just find the biggest, clearest screen you have. That's all. Like, if, if it has your laptop, then fine enough. If it does a TV fine, but just like th- this show is beautiful. I can't like, I haven't watched this show for a while because I need people to be out of the house so I can watch it on the TV. I don't want to watch it on my laptop. Why do That's you want people
2: to be out of the house so you can watch on TV? What are you doing in front of the TV? No, the one thing I hate about <laughs> you need people to leave the house so Spe-
1: you can speaking watch. Speaking it on of TV. speaking of Mia Khalifa. Um, uh, the one thing I hate is watching stuff in the living room and people are walking in and out. I hate that. Okay, no,
0: um, but fair. about four months <laughs> I hate watching shoes wearing clothes. I was like, well, I thought you were going somewhere <laughs> else, man. you're
2: like, this show is so beautiful. It gets me hard, and I needed it to breathe. Whoa. Oh, Jesus.
1: Let's, let's go back on track. No, no. I think one of the not funniest, but one of the most stressing things that happens very early in the season is like the Soviets put a woman on the moon. And then Nixon's like, yeah, give me some women. Yeah. So obviously yeah. that pushes women in NASA like decades ahead. And it's like, yeah. the, the show doesn't really, which it could be a different kind of show if we focus, oh, if women are in NASA, what happens? What happens to this? Like it doesn't really focus on chain events. It's not that kind of show. Like there's some things in the background yeah. where, oh, like spoiler alert, like spoiler alert, because it's not even really a spoiler alert because they spent like five seconds on it. But like Chernobyl doesn't happen right? because they use kind of the, the tech they were using for moon stuff to fix Chernobyl or whatever. So it's like, they don't focus on the kind of chain events of things like that. It's just they focus on like this, like as said, the, the workplace drama, and it's not
0: those things that are in the background. So, it's the, sorry, but I just wa- I just want to mention that you missed an opportunity to say that the Soviets put in oh, a woman okay. <laughs> okay. on the floor. This is why I play the street man because I I can't. Well, actually, I, I, I'm apologize. not I'm not quick. I'm yeah. not quick enough.
1: Um, no, but yeah, I think season one. I think Aya and I kind of had the same impression of For All Mankind like I'd heard that when season 2 came out I was like oh season 1 was okay but season 2 is great and then season 3 came out I was like oh season 3 is f- phenomenal yeah. so I kind of had that going in but even going into what season 1 I was like I'm enjoying like it's good <laughs> I'm enjoying this. season 1 is one of good. the few seasons of TV where you know you can place where it takes a jump within the season Yeah. like between 4 and 5 it just becomes a <laughs> vastly different show and a much better show but even that 1 to 4 I'm enjoying like it's one of I d- I'm not, partly because I just can't be as and I'm so damn energy, but like, I don't most want to really binge things, like sit down and watch an entire season in two. I think I watched season one, maybe like in two nights. Yeah, And that's like, it's immensely watchable for a, for a, literally every episode is 60 minutes. Like there is the no show, 50 yeah, minute episode. Yeah,
2: every episode is an hour long. And it happened to me too. I didn't plan on binging it, but bro, I did season one in a day, in one day.
0: How many episodes per season? 10. Pure 10. Jesus Christ. It's so,
2: yeah. I sat down here. I was eating sausages and watching. <laughs>
1: Speaking of Mia Khalifa.
2: Watching my man go to work.
1: Um. Um. Okay. So, yeah, hey, that was your, was that your fourth show? That was my third? third. Third,
2: yeah. Okay. Now, do you want me to do my fourth show? Yeah, now? yeah, fourth now. Thank you, Master. So...
1: Wait, before
0: you get into your fourth show, I want to ask you guys something. Does it get frustrating when you're watching a really, really good show? Like, A, you're like, oh, this is game-changing, and no one on your TL hears about it. Bro,
2: this is me with All Mankind. Like... Yeah,
0: but to be fair, we just started watching For All Mankind, like, three weeks ago.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. But, Banky, the only reason I think we both heard about it is because we follow TV critics. yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally nobody else was watching this show. No one,
0: I
1: don't think anyone... What, I about said last year I maybe morning show. I don't think anyone knows that there are other TV shows on, on Apple TV+. <laughs> bro. <laughs> like,
0: bro, and they're so good. I mm. uh, you go. Uh, here your, you to go. your
1: point, it's weird because sometimes, yeah, I don't want no one to talk about it because sometimes I feel like I'm going mad. Like maybe the show is actually not that good. And I don't want to talk about something. Mm-hmm. But... In recent times there are points where I'm like oh, maybe we should have kept the show. Is this
2: succession? I know it's succession. Like some succession takes, I'm like succession oh, does, do you? Maybe we shouldn't
1: have. Yeah, I was like maybe we shouldn't have got everybody involved in this show. <laughs> I liked it when it was six of us are watching season one and two. No. Um but that's just me being an latest I understand. That's fine. I like what I like when it shows like a sporting event.
2: Same.
0: Um, yeah, I don't think we've had guys that. Just discussing. Like, I guess we had it with Succession. We had it. We had it with Howl. House. and Dragon. Yes. I, th- I think we have it better with Succession. I think. I think with House, people are too scared to spoil it, so yeah. we don't really get the solid discourse we need. Bro, niggas as it comes on my tea,
2: ain't scared of shit, man. <laughs> 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 they tweet. They tweet pictures.
0: Bro, yeah, in the jungle, man, yeah, with the animals. <laughs>
2: There's somebody I've muted three times this year because he kept spoiling shirts. First, it was I'm euphoria. Dead. Bro, I'd wake up, I'd wake up 8 a.m. I'm scrolling on Twitter as I'm like, you know, trying to psych myself up to go to my job. And I'll just be seeing this guy tweeting tweets. It's like, oh Cassie, why'd you fucking bro? Why? I didn't know. I didn't know she was gonna do that. Why did you say it? But yeah. House of the Dragon, I think, was the last time. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that video of somebody, someone was recording like an apartment building opposite them. Mm-hmm. And you can mm. see the colors from the lights yeah, from the, oh, it's that from video. the TV yeah, changing yeah that mm-hmm. at the same time. So. I think,
1: for example, I think Succession, right. just with the blow up of um, fan numbers between two and three, and then during three, I think, for example, I think four
0: would be a, would be a big timeline thing.
1: Yeah, four is going to be an event.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Four is going to be a family watch,
1: 100%. It, it's like, it's not Euphoria, because Euphoria's target audience is... Mm, Vastly like young people, younger, yeah. And euphoria crazy. and the question is like, <laughs> when the 30 olds will want to come out? Um, yeah, 30 plus, you say 30 years, no, it's 40, 50. I'm not, I'm not conversing with 40 years on my time, on two time.
0: Sorry, like, who are Bro, you? Yes,
2: you are. Yes, you are. You think you're not, but you are.
0: Are they, are they catfishing? Yeah, you? I have a couple, I have a couple that just sneaking they just sneak in with their verified badges because oh. they've all achieved things in life. Uh,
1: no, I mean... <laughs> <if> they... <laughs> oh, I know you're going to say because they all paid for Twitter Blue. No, 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 no I'll no, check no. it. If you're Twitter Blue, I'm not replying to you. <laughs> you
2: heard it here first.
1: Oh, God. Uh, sorry, let's best move on. FTFT, <laughs> you what's your next show?
2: It's me, you bitch. Oh, yeah, Snake. It's sorry, it's I him. apologize. You forgot your Snake. Why did you make us do this? We could have just done a normal stuff. No, that
1: you. would be boring. Let's, let's do it. Okay, this fine. is the first time we've had a problem. Can we just continue? I'll cut start.
2: So my... F- no, it's not. So my fourth show is... Probably the show I enjoyed the most on this list. Like watching. Okay. It's Yellow Jackets. Oh, Ooh. God. What a show. Uh. Yellow Jackets is... Yellow Jackets felt to me like hearing The Weeknd for the first time. Oh, my God. For the first time in 2010, when he dropped... Was it 2011, sorry, when it dropped? That's what Yellow Jackets felt like. So it comes out of the door fully realized. It knows exactly who it is. It knows mm-hmm. exactly what it wants to do. And it's doing it at a very high level. Like it's operating at such a high level immediately. It's an excellent show. So small synopsis. It's about a group of women who are part of a high school soccer team. They make it to the champion's it was championship or something. So they have mm. to fly to another state and, you know, play the football match, but then their plane goes down mm-hmm. over the woods. And these girls are stuck in the woods, basically, and they have to survive for 21 months. So the show tells you the story.
0: Do they know they have to survive for 21 no. months?
2: No, no, they don't. But you do because the show tells you the oh, story. Oh, okay. It's telling, it's basically telling you two parallel timelines. Mm. So it's telling you the story in like 2020. And then the story of their twenty-one months wh- where they are. So you get to see.
0: Oh, so they're like in the eighties or nineties. Yeah,
2: yeah, late nineties. 90s,
0: yeah, nineties. 90s, right, 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 right.
2: So you get to see like parallel storylines between you know the girls when they're girls and then when they become women. So you have basically two casts. You have
1: mm, the two very good casts. Like, we cannot overestimate how good yeah. these actors are.
2: Look, look. Nobody's. Everybody's so good. Everybody's so good on this show. Everybody's good. They're, like, aggressively good. It's aggressive. And, and then they, they do this thing where they, like, have the same... So if a character, when they're younger, has, like, a take, the older one would do it sometimes, and you're like, oh, wow, you guys are watching mm-hmm, each other mm-hmm. and, like, picking up on what you're doing. So, yeah, so that's essentially what it is. Um, it's so it's like Arrow. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh my
1: God. Oh, my <laughs> God.
2: It's like, it's like
1: Lost. <laughs> I did not expect. Um, actually, Lost... It's like Lost in reverse, actually. So, the way I pitch this show is um, Pretty Little Liars meets Lord of the Flies. Oh, because we should say that the show starts with like... The, not sure, but this earlier season starts with like there's a reporter who's like, I know what happened um, on the island. And there's one of the girls, when she grows up, she's in politics and there's kind of like a smear campaign. There's like, we know what happened on the island. So it's kind of like, what happened like, how did you guys survive oh my god A <laughs> yeah so that, that's the pretty little bit is like that we know these girls share a secret and how do we find out what the secret is
2: so it's, it's basically it's a mystery sh- it's a mystery show like mm-hmm. both to figure out what happened on the island and then figure out who's basically coming after them in in 2020. Real time yeah or yeah in, in today's day so there we have really good storytelling and like there are a lot of like mystery box shows and I think this is one of the best like, it unwraps the layers very carefully
1: and very well. But, like, yeah. it doesn't leave you... It's not... It doesn't tease you for no reason. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm so scared because I don't know how many Mystery Box shows started with a great first season. Like, there are so many of them that have a great first season. And then, so, I just hope... I really yeah. just hope it maintains. I mean, this is almost for my kind as well. But, like, for people that want to commit to long shows, like, for my kind, I know they have, like, a seven-season plan. I know Apple is, like... Because Apple can afford to be, like, yeah, we love this show. I'm just going to let you keep on going. I think they renewed them to five. Um, and then like people will find you eventually so they're not really looking at ratings for Apple obviously mm. Yellow Jack, I think they have a five season plan as well so obviously hope, mm. hopefully they get to do it but it's like they know for Yellow jackets, they know how they want the story to end Yeah. which as we know can sometimes be a good thing or sometimes be a terrible thing
2: when is it a good thing? Um, when has it been a good thing? Dan?
1: when you know how to say it to end?
2: yeah what's an example? How, when has it actually been a good <laughs> thing? I can't, I can't remember
0: Game of Thrones <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so when has it been a good thing when you knew how the story I to story to can't Remember
2: when it's been a good thing, my dear?
0: It's always been a good thing. I think. Um, like it's shows. Always bad. Shows like um, you know, what's it called? Lost but didn't Lost have a famously bad ending I haven't watched Lost but people did people not yeah. like the ending yes. it had
2: a famously contentious ending <laughs> some people liked it but uh, like a lot okay, of I'm people I'm trying
0: hated. to think I just think of shows that have ended yeah. recently I
2: can't, I can't remember when people started with this show I mean maybe no I was going to say maybe but, The Good
1: Wife but even then I don't think they. that's not them. really like an ending Like it's yeah. not like, it's, not like t- it's just whatever happens because even like Breaking Bad they didn't know how to work I, don't think they, I mean Breaking Bad you know you have a rough idea of what's going to happen but you don't know what how gonna it's going to end yeah um That's fair. i guess the sopranos <laughs> were well, fade to black haven't seen it. um but yeah it's
2: a great show great yeah. mystery like storytelling and you know eventually as all shows are it's about trauma and how <laughs> you know how trauma leaves scars like that book the body keeps score
1: which book are you plugging
2: i don't know i saw it, i saw, I saw <coughs> fuck you man
1: oh that was okay <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I knew you were going to recommend Yellow Jacket, so I, I, I left it off my list, but yeah, really, really enjoyed the show. Um, and that's not like th- that's just like
2: the, the storytelling and the acting, everything else about the show is great. Like the way it looks is great, also very unique. The way it sounds, so like the choice of music, yeah. even the theme music is so very Yellow Jackets. it knows exactly who it is.
1: Yeah, great show. Yeah, okay,
0: TMT what's your next show? My next show is a wild card. I told you a show, and it was a lie because I wanted to trick you and throw you off um, course. I said more, but I'd rather like to talk about marvelous Miss Ma- Maisel, Mrs. Maisel.
1: Okay, okay. I mean, you're you're talking to the right audience.
0: You're talking to the right. Yeah, audience. I don't
2: care. Like, did you think I was going to be contentious? Yeah, we all
0: we're be. on board. I go ahead.
2: Right on, Daddy.
0: Season four of. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, written by Amy something. <laughs> Sherman like, yeah. Paladino. I, I, yeah, sure. Let's go with that. Sherman. Amy Sherman Paladino. The Goats. The Goats. She wrote Gilmore Girls. She wrote um, the one about girls that did ballet. I can't remember the name. Um She's good. Bunheads. And she's... Sure. Bunheads. That's what it's called. Thank you. And she's written this... Marvelous piece of. Uh, I don't know how to explain this show. It is as if someone took The Wizard of Oz, the set design from The Wizard of Oz, and made it HD and then <laughs> turned it into liquid and put it in a gun, a Nerf gun, and they just sprayed that liquid all over the nastiest city that is New York. <laughs> New York looks so nice and clean and livable in this show. It makes you wonder. Also, it's in the 60s. Maybe the 50s. I don't say 50s. Let's mm-hmm. go 50s. It's in the 50s. It's late
1: 50s, I think. I think it starts in 50s. So it's probably in 60s. Okay, now.
0: yeah. Perfect. And my God, there is nearly a black person in the show. It is amazing. Like she's written this kind of self-contained universe. Akin to Asgard of the Marvel Cinematic Universe somewhat. <laughs> but it's just oh New York. And it is so funny and well-written. And my God, the jokes... You know, she, you know Amy writes a good joke. Mm. So basically, the show is about this woman who's like a typical housewife from the 50s, this sort of Stepford wife babe. But she's also very clever and witty. And her husband does amateur stand-up. And he's terrible because he steals people's jokes. She didn't realize that. She just thought he was a funny guy. But yeah, rose-colored lenses, am I right? Oh, Reference callback. Great... Yeah,
2: That's so good. Man. That's so good <laughs> Round of applause. That was amazing. The...
0: Thank you, thank you. It was a setup from the beginning. I wish people could watch this. You
2: are, you are a generation as Nicki Minaj <laughs> yeah.
0: for
1: for for a joke and a half two minutes. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: Uh, it was all worth it, baby. It was all worth it. And yeah, she um um her husband breaks. He has a bad night. He bombs, mm-hmm. and everyone laughs at him. So he throws a tantrum, and in his tantrum throwing ness, he breaks up with his wife, and shacks up with the secretary. And she goes and does... Well, I mean, he was
1: already cheating, to be fair. It's not as if he didn't have any backup plan.
0: Yeah, true. He was already cheating. He was already cheating. But anyway, he just fully committed watched and jumped Ayo's in. annoyance. Ayo A- A- is very impressed with this. He's like, he was cheating? Oh, I like the cut of his job. So now he's <laughs> going... Yeah, I think he watches the show already, but he's going to watch the season again. So I can hate him the way I was supposed to. I didn't hate him when I watched it the first time. Yeah. It's no, funny because... No, it's funny because when you watch the show, you realize how much... It it it, it's it shows how important good writing is, especially when you are being authentic to characters. Because there are characters that you watch in that show, and you're like, "I hate this person." And by like half, by by the middle of season one or half of season two, you're like, "I love this person." Can I say something about that?
1: So good. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but I had this. Go
0: on, go on. I had this thought from
1: watching season one. I think of this show, Mm -hmm. and I just think what you just said applies just mainly to shows written by women. Because her husband Joe would be a terrible character if a man was writing this story.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But I, I, and I think about it, like most shows that feature women, I end up liking all of the characters.
0: Yeah. No, it's because. I feel like a man would try. A man would try to redeem Joel too quick mm-hmm. or too suddenly.
1: Or just go the other way and make him terrible. Or just
0: let him be bad. Yeah. Yeah, like Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Tyler <laughs> Perry's be a light-skinned man. In- <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think it's the end of season one, and not to spoil anything, when Joel is walking, like I think he's been kicked out of the club or something, the um, stand-up club, and he's muttering to himself, and I'm just like, oh, I. I I can't. kind of feel for this. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't happen. And I, I was like, oh, because I said, think about like, film. I was like, oh, wait, okay. Crazy ex girlfriend, even Minx, you're like, okay, I end up ginger the Virgin, I end up liking characters that on any other show I just wouldn't like. And I, I think it's mm-hmm. maybe yeah, it's just women pay more attention to those kind of characters or whatever. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Apart from Clay's Bang, though, it's still
1: fucked. <laughs> yes, there is no attempt to redeem that character at all, so it's fine. <laughs>
0: Hey, yo, me and my homies don't fuck with John Paul. <laughs>
2: yeah, me and my homies fuck John Paul. Me and my homies hate John Paul.
1: Uh,
0: sorry, continue. But again. yeah, um, you know, yeah, she. It, 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 the thing is, it's not just Joel. It's um, several characters in the show. Susie, Ma- no, not Susie. What's her name? Um, the one being played by the woman that plays So Sylvester in Glee. But she comes on the show, and she is brilliant. And you hate her so much in the beginning, and then you like her towards the end. It's just, oh, oh, Jane Lynx's character, Sophie Lennon. Yeah, Jane Lynx's character. Yes, yes. It's just, it's just really, really good writing. Going back to what you said about women writing a redeemable characters, but I think it's because when men see people, mm-hmm. we just see them for good or bad, whereas women see you for who you are. Like women will stay with a man knowing like he's fully a piece of shit. But he's also, like, capable of a lot of good yeah. and kindness. Mm. And I think, you know, she writes them like that. It's like um, Lenny... What's uh, his name, Lenny Bruce? Uh, you know, uh, what, a you know. what a
1: performance.
0: Every what, scene, a per- what a performance. What a performance. What a performance.
1: The My chemistry God. is also ridiculous. It, that chemistry makes no sense. From- the
2: chemistry is ridiculous.
1: Yeah, he's... ah uh, Lenny Bruce, look Kirby. Although
2: I think it's so cute that she was able to get her husband on the show.
1: Rachel Brosnan, who's her husband?
2: Um, I think he's like the agent for the like the late night guy, but he's he plays the one of the
0: lead. Oh, Jason Ralph.
2: Yeah, he plays the lead character in the Magicians. The Magicians.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, Jason Ralph of the Magicians. I actually read the books way before the TV show came out, but we'll get into that another time. But yeah, um, did you like the TV show? I liked the books more. I don't even remember the TV show. It was just it was just like Gossip Girl with magic, really.
2: That's fucked up.
0: The <laughs> two references got to go this this references
1: on this podcast are just all over the place
0: wait there's one coming that's gonna blow your mind <laughs> okay oh my god please continue um um so something happens to the main character in season 3 I'm not going to spoil it because it's a major spoiler hmm. and all through season 4 she's very very scared and she's not playing any of the cards she should be playing. And the Lenny Bruce character kind of talks out of it in one of the best uh, scenes I've uh, ever seen on television. He uh, just, am I might go back and watch that finale because of, because of what you're saying. That, that scene. I think I might. Yeah. Listen, guys, the drama in this show is crazy. It's amazing acting. Like, multiple Emmy wins. Yes. We haven't even gotten into... Um, what's the name of the guy that plays her dad? Monk. Uh, Abe. Tony Shalhoub. Come Abe. on, Tony Shalhoub is...
1: the scene seen your reference between Abe and Moisha in in the hospital. He's
0: a gift to mankind.
1: Yeah, we can't... Let's not, let's not spend too much time because we end yeah. up giving I mean, spoilers. We'll we just talk about the whole shit. We'll just talk about Mrs. Maisel. <laughs> we, will stop,
0: we will stop the
2: show and
0: just talk about Mrs. Maisel. no, no. Marvelous Miss Hazel is one of of the best routine shows on TV. It's one of the best acted shows on TV. The costume design is insane work. The set design is out of this world. It is really, really... It might be the best on TV. The directing. The directing, my God. The music, it's... The directing has
1: no need. Like, I I, I think I was talking about it. The show is, like you said, it's funny. The drama is good. Acting is
0: good. Like, directing does not have to be good as well. It's one of the best shows on TV. Easy. For the past five years, it's one of the best shows on TV. And anyone that hasn't seen it is doing themselves a disservice. Oh, God. There's a scene where the guy, you know, my, my boy, um, Jason Alexander, he played George Costanza on Seinfeld. Oh, yeah, and he, he has him. this one scene in season four. And, oh, God, just watch it. Just watch the show. Watch the show. Watch the show. Watch the show. <laughs>
1: I'll show. say, the last thing I'll say about Mrs. Maisel, though, is that I know you guys watch everything, every at once, And you're like, who is this Stephanie Sue woman? Whatever. She's so good in this role. as mm. We, knew. We, we knew, knew. we knew her. We knew. We, we knew her from Mrs. Maisel. We, we, we knew Mei Lin. We, 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 we knew Mei uh, Yeah, so, okay, I guess it's my turn. It is your turn. Uh, let me talk about... You're doing two now, remember. Yeah, I'm doing my fourth That's and last thing. one. So my fourth show is Reboot, which is a Hulu comedy, and I think it's on Disney Plus now as well. Basically, the premise of the show is that Hulu in the show want to reboot um an early 2000s comedy so think of like the reboots like fuller house and girl meets world and all that all that stuff and the show is set behind the scenes of this kind of reboot it's a smart show as you expect a show like this has to be because obviously it's quite meta it's from one of the co-creators of modern family um it stars rachel bloom who you might know from crazy ex-girlfriend It stars paul riser who between this, Stranger Things and The Boys is having just an incredible few years. <laughs> He's just playing all kinds of different roles. Um, Keegan-Michael Key also appears. Johnny Knoxville, Judy Greer. Um, hey, I wanna, uh, hey, have you watched Reboot?
2: No, I haven't. But now that you said it's on Disney Plus. I wonder. Yeah, it's on Disney
1: Plus. One of our faves from Sex of the Colleges appears as well in a recurring role. Oh my
2: gosh. Which which one?
1: Um, Aliyah Channel Scott, So who plays... Oof, what's her name? The black one. Okay. What's her name in the show? I okay. can't That's remember. A anyway, yeah. Uh it's like eight episodes. It's literally like a proper comedy, twenty twenty five minutes or so like literally four hours of, of watching for the entire show. Okay, um I I enjoyed it a lot. I just I just enjoyed the comedy a lot, really. Nice.
2: Good plugging. I'm gonna watch it now.
1: Ooh, guess yeah, guess who appears in maybe three episodes? But, or plays a, an important role? Uh
2: Jason Ralph. I don't
1: know. Okay. Um no, Eliza could have been uh, I don't know I said have been Eliza Coop. Eliza Coop. Ah,
2: <gasps> really? Yeah. Your
1: your happy endings love. Is she good? Yeah, yeah that she's was a good.
2: trick question. Of course she's good. <laughs> it's good
1: um, okay happy my...
2: justice for happy endings man
1: that's one of the <laughs>
2: most that's one of the worst cancels of all time happy endings and this might be a rogue choice to you but if you've if you've seen it then you know it's true limitless CBS uh, is limitless ridiculous uh, show I can't believe they cancelled it after one season Fox it, couldn't it, on it couldn't last on CBS It couldn't last hate CBS
0: yeah I actually really like that show and the lead I forget his name is very 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 charismatic man would have good on
1: NBC actually
0: it would have been good on USA oh, that, it's a USA
2: show Speaking of CBS, I threatened to do this and I've started re-watching Mentalist Bank. I just want to let you know.
1: Red John. Do you remember who Red John was?
2: No, of course not. Of course, because it wasn't important. <laughs>
1: that was the first time in my early infancy of watching TV where I was angry at what I on TV. I was like, I remember being angry at who Red John was. <laughs> um, okay, my fifth show and final show is probably, like you guys You guys have given your own version, but this is probably the show I had the most fun with this year um is hbo's winning time the rise of the lakers dynasty let's go this is adam this is adam mckay's hbo show about the showtime lakers of the 90s so this is like magi- um, magic magic kareem Jordan.
2: yeah 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 over <laughs> uh, your banky
1: yeah uh yeah so for 10 episodes 10 weeks it was definitely like the show I was, doing, like, I was just having so much fun right talking about um watching this show it's a mckay production so like. You know, the filmmaking is everywhere. Like, there's so much filmmaking in this filmmaking. Um, the editing's a lot. Wait, you hey, hey, what? Winning Time, right? Yeah, I finished it, yeah. Because I know TMT watched it, so we all watched Winning Time. Yeah, we did. Um, but yeah, I mean, the story is entertaining alone, because, like, Magic story is entertaining alone, but like, it has a very deep bench of, like, characters, notable actors, Jason Segel is here, Adrian Brody. Sally Field is in, uh, somehow, in this show, which I don't know why she's in this show, why she has this role, but she, she, she has it. Um... <laughs> But John C. Riley is incredible. Um, Isaiah Washington, I believe is his name, who plays Magic. Yeah, yeah. It's just so good. Like, from the first... Is he a Nepal baby? No, 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 no. I think this is his first acting thing. Like, like his first serious acting ah. thing. Why did you think it was Denzel's son? I
2: don't
1: know. Whoa, whoa.
2: <laughs> you gotta ask questions these days, but pick up my <laughs> brothers, man. Like, like Beyonce said in the middle of, of that song, Black Lives.
1: Uh, But no, I mean, like, performances are very... <laughs> Yeah, he's putting up the fist of because you guys can't see. But performances are very, very good. Um, the basketball is so good. Like the way they did, the, like the basketball scenes are so. Like, they find a way They mix in like actual real footage to, with like.
2: Yeah, that was excellent. They did a really good job with that. I
1: don't know if you guys might have seen like there's they shot the clip that's going around because I remember they said they have like people rolling on roller skates to shoot the actual basketball and everything. So the DP's really did, really, and it's just I didn't know much about like the 1980s Lakers story. And it's just just really good. Um, some people have said I do criticism that they didn't show enough of Magic being, you know, doing what he was doing in LA in the 90s, in the 80s, but I think they showed what enough. What was he doing? He was, he was out here having fun. You know, Magic, that's his only vice. He doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke. Sex! He
2: was slanging, he was slanging wood <laughs> all around <laughs> LA. Slanging.
1: Speaking of Mary Khalifa. Um, okay, so that's my fifth Who and is last that, show. Thank
2: you. You keep saying
1: her name. <laughs> within, within time. That's on HBO, obviously Sky Atlantic, Now TV if you're in the UK. Um, okay, so, um, TMT what's your final show?
0: Guys, it brings me no great joy to talk to you about the greatest show that dropped this year. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can. I can hear you. What is we're it? We're scared, Good. Now. Yes. <laughs> Listen, guys. Kathleen Kennedy. Oh. Bob Iger. I goes back, baby. I goes back, baby. And only and he, he came back because of this show and how well it did. He said, if you make me something that gives me hope for this little universe you build, at least one of them. Hmm, I will come back and I will stay with you. I will I will drown with this ship. I will sink with it. Okay, can you mention the show, please? This show is called Andor. And it is and or the greatest thing on oh. TV right now, <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: tomato, 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 because it is <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is a continuation of the greatest Star Wars movies that has come out in the last ten years. Can we agree to that? Mm-hmm. Can we agree to that? You're asking the wrong you're, person. You're really I'll...
2: asking the wrong audience. We're not. we not Star Wars. People. You guys are
0: lucky yeah. man, because you are missing <laughs> trash. My God, it has been a trash <laughs> Oh no, trash I've, watched, I've
2: watched all the Boyega ones, but like...
0: You haven't seen Rogue One?
2: I haven't. I started it and then I fell asleep.
1: No, but I think you, as the university agreed, that that's the best. That's, that's, the, that's best the best of one, yeah, the yeah. new movies. Yeah, we know that. That's the yeah, best one. I know that enough without, we, me, without watching it Yeah, them. <laughs> yeah.
0: And Andor is a prequel to that, and it is a prequel. brilliant. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Has anyone here seen it? No. No. Oh, my God. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Well, the main character is Cassian Andor. He's um one of the leaders. He becomes one of the leaders of the Rogue One crew who basically steal the plans that are needed to destroy the Death Star in Star Wars Episode Four. That's the first Star Wars movie ever made. Right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it's safe to say that Andor's role in the um Galaxy Far, Far Away is very, very important. It is, some would say... Imperative that he gets these plans to Princess Leia. So you kind of see how his character develops. Because he's a roguish guy. He's like half hand solo, but actually more selfish mm-hmm. and um, better at blending in. Um, he's a spy. He's very ruthless. He's good at working in teams. But that's only in Rogue One. In Andor, when it starts, <laughs> he's ruthless and he is selfish. But they show how he develops the other skills and they know-how to kind of become the character you fall in love with Rogue One. And my God, it is brilliant writing. The cast is incredible. You have Stellan Skarsgård, who plays this sort of posh guy who is really back in the Rebel Alliance and he's, you know, living in two worlds and he's really good at navigating both of them. You have um, the incredible Fiona Shaw mm. from Killing Eve, who plays his adoptive mom. You have um, Genevieve O'Reilly, who plays Mon Mother and she's this senator, and she's also important to the story. You have Faye Marseille. I don't know if you remember her. She was the waif in Game of Thrones, and she's a rebel leader here as well. You know, it's a brilliant cast, and a lots of people come in, and they all shine. The, direc- the direction is incredible. The pacing is out of this world. Um, what's my the guy from... What's his name? He mm-hmm. was Andy Circus. Andy Circus is in this, and he oh. is incredible um, you just have to watch it I'm sorry it's you've done just, a really it's... good
2: job of selling this show I'm definitely going to watch it now I wasn't yeah, I mean, planning on I've seen two people talk about it on my TL and they're always like people that are not like TV people but they're retweeting like technical things about TV I'm like
1: hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. should I Yeah, no. I, I mean I... for a yeah. shows up um, Gary Beadle is here as well just like in lots of is, is Wittaker in Rogue One the movie he is yes he is that's hmm. his first time he's in Rogue One he's in this and he's in um, the game um, I can't remember the name of the game The Last Jedi or some shit I can't remember one of those yeah
2: so do you do you think we should watch Andor before Rogue One or Rogue One
0: before Andor it doesn't matter either way you'll enjoy it equally it is perfect okay and also it's Tony Gilroy he wrote he wrote yeah. Bond movies he wrote Michael Clayton
1: Nightcrawler I wrote and directed Mike Crawler Michael Clayton so like
0: he's the real deal Normally,
1: we would not. Obviously, Star Wars movie should not be on a list like this, but I know Andor is really going under the radar. And I think Disney are putting... I don't know if they've done it already. They're putting like the first two episodes on ABC, which is obviously the first time something like this happened between Disney Plus and mm. ABC. But it's, like, it's funny because the other two Star Wars shows are so popular. Yeah, I was going to say, you're yeah, a Star Wars person. Obviously, I know Mando is like the... the or was the out-and-out favorite before
0: Andor came out. Is it is Andor as good? Is Andor better? Andor blows Mando out. Andor blows Mando out of the water. There's a reason people are talking about it like this. It's, Mando is basically, I don't know how to explain. It. It's a good show, but it's just a Western. Andor is philosophy. It goes into, um, sort of the idea behind fascism and how people fight it and how rebels are born and the psychology that goes behind it. It is good, good work. Solid work that, like, quite frankly, hasn't been seen. In its genre, and its genre is not mm. science fiction. Its genre is um, is war and re- rebellion and stuff like that. It's mm. groundbreaking in that sense. You get what I'm saying?
1: Fair enough. Yeah, no, no, I do yeah. care
0: you Yeah. So watch Andor. Hey, what's your number five?
2: Number five. Look, I, I think I'm the only one that's actually going to recommend a miniseries here. Did Did either of you do that?
1: Uh, I guess. Uh, what do you call this miniseries? Um, Bad Sisters.
2: Oh yeah. True. Okay. Cool. Um, so my final show is probably, I think, the show
1: that... Oh man. You respected the most. I
2: yeah, I think respected is probably the But bro, I was blown away. It's Under the Banner of Heaven. It is a miniseries that aired on... What did they air on?
1: FX. FX. So it's on Disney Plus now.
2: Okay, beautiful. So it's on Disney Plus, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So... One of my favorite genres of entertainment, and I thought it was just of music, but now that I've seen the shows, I think it's just of entertainment, is people like struggling with their religion. So like, you know, on every 1975 album, there'll be one song where he's like, oh my God, what about God?
0: <laughs> if I believe it. Yeah, song?
2: Yeah, yeah, that was a great one. I think yeah. my favorite, like, 1975 oh struggling God. with religion okay. song is the one that is <laughs> named... Um, it's like Jesus Christ, America, 2005 or something like that. An incredible song. Um, but yeah, this show is a mini series about a Mormon detective called Jet Pyre. And he's, you know, just a normal Mormon guy. He's doing all the normal Mormon things. And then someone gets killed in his town. And as he unravels the mystery of figuring out who killed this mother and child, why they were killed, he also begins to unravel like his life and Mm -hmm. everything begins to crumble around him because the murder is so wrapped up in like, you know, the Mormon church and the town is a Mormon town. So the more he pushes it, the more he pushes people away from him. It's an incredibly tense show. I don't think I like it's not it's not like serious. It doesn't, it's not too serious, but it's very tense. Um, the poster even has like Andrew Garfield just like head head in hand, looking down. Because
1: yeah. I was going to say we didn't mention show. who was a cool pool. Oh yes, yeah, the main guy is Garfield. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to. In a, going a very to... good, I performance. He's very, very good in it.
2: I'm going to go into the acting because <laughs> I'm going to shout. <laughs> I'm going to shout. So Banky, Banky, <laughs> Banky. I feel bad for Banky because Banky was witness to my Andrew Garfield love <laughs> building throughout this year. It started from no way, no. Yeah, from yeah, no, no Way, way in, Home. Yeah. No Way Home at the end of last year. And then um, he's just, he did this show next. And I couldn't believe it. He's incredibly, incredibly good as Jeb Pire. There's, there's nothing, I can't say anything about it because I don't want to spoil anything. But mm-hmm. as his world unravels, every moment you spend with this character, you look at his face and he's, he's making a decision in every moment. He's like, should I keep doing this? I know the price that this is going to like. I know the cost of this. Should I keep going? Mm-hmm. He's so good. But apart from Andrew Garfield being excellent in this, which you know, expect if it. If you've been alive in the last yeah. ten years, you expect him to be good. Andrew mm-hmm. Garfield was a generational talent. Whatever. Everybody else on this show is incredible. Everybody else. Daisy Edgar Jones. Oh my God.
0: Oh, uh, just radiating warmth. Oh mom. my
2: God. Every every scene, every scene is, she's in. Does
0: she radiate more warmth than Dakota Johnson?
2: yeah 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 and and do you know do you know how painful it is for me to say that i love dakota johnson i'm
0: joking i've watched dakota johnson looks like she would she would harvest my lung my organs for cash yeah but she she'd it.
2: do it lovingly
0: yeah she'll, she'll be smiling it. And that condescending you'd like smile it. you'd even yeah you'd even be like
2: yeah man dakota take another one. Oh god if you want one that's, it, that's a woman <laughs> but yeah daisy edgar jones is so good in this show white russell is incredible sam Worthington. again expected everybody is so good
1: Oh, that's sure. another nepo baby, Wyatt Russell. Oh, is he? Yeah, Goldie Hawn and um.
2: Kurt Russell. Oh my God. Kurt goodness. Russell. Yeah. I didn't know that.
1: Talk about super nepo baby,
2: guys. This nigga. I'm
1: sorry, Kurt. Sam wasn't in good. There's a Colkin who is good as well.
2: Rory Culkin, Yeah, he's in this show. Excellent. Oh, yeah, everybody. Everybody that graces the screen is worth. Billy
1: Howe. Yeah.
2: Um, Gil Birmingham yeah. as uh, Andrew Garfield's partner is also excellent. Did he get nominated for this? And this, this <laughs> brings me to my main point of this show. I cannot believe the Emmys and what they did this year that for under the banner of hell <laughs> did not get a nomination as a show when it was easily, easily top two miniseries that came out this year. They didn't get a shout. You were giving inventing Anna.
1: God will punish all of you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the God of Ashake punish you guys.
1: I mean, look, in its defense, the top show did not get a nomination at all. Yeah, the
2: top show didn't get. Five, five. I mean,
1: we yeah. own the city with zero nominations.
2: <laughs> zero noms. Zero noms. The Emmys were shit. Wait,
0: what's this the top show? show? We own the city, we own like the, city. the top mini Oh, series. true, okay. true, true. That was the top miniseries. That was a good this show. This the second
2: one. Um, so yeah, this show it starts us as a murder, like a murder mystery. He's trying to figure out what happened to um this woman and her child in his city, and then it becomes an incisive exploration of faith,
1: Mormon culture,
2: how much you're willing to lose, Mm -hmm. how much faith like intertwines with people, like people's identity and what people will do when their back is against the wall.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: It's so good. Um, I, I can't say I cannot recommend this show enough. Everybody needs to watch this show.
1: As someone who went in without knowing anything about Mormon culture and like the rules and whatever, I just, very. I don't think, obviously I'm not saying it's a documentary, but it's just very illuminating. I think, I think the writer was ex Mormon.
0: Have you ever seen the Mormon theory on how black people became black people?
1: Yeah, they mentioned it, yeah.
0: the yeah. oh, mention it in the show briefly. Oh, they mentioned it in the show. That's amazing.
2: This show does not shy away from anything,
0: whether that's good or bad. I don't know, but it doesn't hold back in terms of yeah, criticizing. It doesn't shy
2: away from anything about Mormonism. It's yeah,
0: you yeah, No Mormons, like they're they, they crazy. They're like what? Well, like you know me? I don't. I don't like people that are, that's kind of half-step stuff. I like Christians to be crazy. I like the crazy Christians. You know. <laughs> The ones that are like are out there doing their thing, like just full oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is immersive. No. That's why like Yeah. And Mormons are immersive. And they, they
2: really do immerse you in like yeah. the Mormon, I guess, law.
1: So that actually no, I I lie. It's told in three timelines. Because you have post murder, pre murder, and then literally the creation of the Mormon religion. Yeah, it's three timelines. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Um, but that's fifteen shows we've given you guys, fourteen of them are good. One is bad, but has good acting. So,
2: <laughs> Can I plug a good show that also has good yeah, acting? Yeah, plug a good bang, show. But said I shouldn't. Yeah, you guys, everybody should watch The Time, Tra- the Time
0: Traveler's oh Wife. Oh, my God.
2: Everyone should watch Time Traveler's Wife. It's great. Thank you.
0: I didn't expect you to say
1: that. I won't lie. Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Aeo's heel. This show is cancelled. Nobody liked
0: the show. Just let it go.
2: I, I liked it. I liked it.
1: It's good. It's I heard good. it was
0: quite good though. I mean aren't the reviews aren't the reviews solid?
1: No, I think the reviews killed them.
0: So how come they've adapted this property twice and it sucked twice?
2: It was good. This one this one didn't suck. Everybody should watch it.
0: Maybe it's unfilmable.
2: If you're comfortable with you know, like if you're comfortable with like incest in House of the Dragon, mm-hmm. yeah, watch the show. It'll be okay.
1: Wasn't this a show where there was a clip where he went back to he went back in time to To what? <laughs> to what? Anyway. Like, Let's let's keep it PG.
0: Yo, did he go and smash his mom? No,
1: he didn't smash his mom. No. No, did not he go and like give himself head? Yeah, he did. What?
2: Yeah, but he just he went like you know he went back a few a few days and he gave himself head. Was it so? I thought
0: it was like I thought it was like years. No, no, never no, no, no no, no, no,
2: mind. No. Was his
0: was his self from a few days ago expecting it? <laughs> I guess so. Or was it surprise? <laughs> 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 like surprise, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> um. Okay. I think this is a good point to wrap up. Yeah, we've get get some shows. I think we try to really keep the shows shows that you may have not heard about. Um, genuinely, these are all shows that we, we like for one reason or another. And I think they are shows that you guys might enjoy as well. I realized that we're recommending as much recently because obviously we're focusing on some shows. So I wanted to put in some recommendations ahead of the Christmas break. So, like I said, AO and TMT are going to be back in a few weeks. Where we're going to talk about my top 10. We're going to discuss one of our best shows of the year. Actually, let me just say it now. So, in case, so maybe we can even go into spoilers during that episode. We're going to talk about the bear which is generally one of the best shows of the year.
2: If not the best show.
1: So please, if you haven't, go watch the bear. Again, eight episodes. I think the longest episode probably like 30, 35 minutes. Go watch it and then come back and we'll talk about it in a few weeks' time. Um, but for now, thank you, Ayo. Thank you, TMT, to this. Thank you to this combination, which I regret making happen. Assalamu alaikum, brother. Peace be on to you. Thank you. Um. Okay, guys, thank you very much for listening. Hey, thank you for coming on. And join us next week when we'll be joined by Oscar winner, BAFTA winner, Queen and Slim star, Daniel Kalia. Bye, guys.
0: Bye.